L-A-S. From One Dad to Another is brought to you by... Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. L-A-S Well, hey there, sleepy people. That's not your best work. <laughs> no, it's because I'm sleepy. It's because you're a sleepy person. I'm very sleepy. Why are you sleepy? But also, I'm very happy. My heart is very full. Yeah. I had a baby. You had a baby? I, co-host of this show, Logan Schultz, you had a baby. You co-hosted having a baby. Marnie had the baby. That's also true. Yeah. Um, I have a second baby, though, and it's this podcast, and I had it with you, co-host. Oh, that's... That actually warms my heart. Who are you? Hey, I'm Tim. How oh. are how are podcast babies made, guys? How did you do that together? Uh, All right. Our well, producer Alex. So wants when to know. one host loves another host. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, There's a lot of feels in this room. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? It's it's good thing that this is an audio medium because you definitely don't want to see how podcast babies are made. Is that a football in your pocket? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that a football in your podcast? Where are you? Is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Happy to... Not yet. That's later. I don't know. Uh, um, oh, yeah. I was going to introduce myself. Introduce yourself. I'm Tim. But uh, what is my last name? Because this has come up, right? So you have introduced me, and I have asked to be introduced as Tim Riven, because that's my name. But also, sometimes I go by Tim Arnold, because that's also my name. Here's the skinny. Give it my, to me, skinny. My real name is Tim Arnold, but... When I perform, when I do music, when I do acting, I go by Tim Riven. So I thought, hey, since this is sort of a performance, I should go by Tim Riven. But it doesn't really work out that well. Like, there's like stuff on Facebook and kind of tagging and all of that stuff. Um, So it's really interchangeable. Uh, I am Tim Arnold and I am Tim Riven. I am both of those things. And yet neither of those things. And yet neither of those things. (laughs) Are we anything? Are any of us anything? We're all just dust in the wind. Right. So so I'm Tim Arnold. Um, 
And then I'm also sometimes Tim Riven. And if I if I sometimes tell you what my name is, I'm never wrong. <laughs> for for our purposes, because this yeah. is a little bit of a change for the show. It is, yeah. Um, what do you want to be on this show? What should I call? Let's you go on by this show? Tim Arnold. But okay. if you slip up and call me Tim Riven, I will answer. I won't okay. ignore you. Well, that's good. I won't pretend we're not sitting in the room right across from one another. Right, podcast lovers. Uh, yeah. So it's just a. It was a. It was a thing I was trying on, experimenting with. And I decided I'm going to go back to my real name. And I think that's valid because you're right. You're you're performing yeah. in, in some way. But also this is very much you as a parent. Very much. This is not a performance. Right. I mean, I, I try and be entertaining, but. We know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, are you saying I try too hard? Is that what's happening here? No. Is that an accusation? try the right amount. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is, this is very kind of um, non-stagey and. You know, I try and speak from the heart, so I'm going to speak from the Arnold instead of from the Riven. <laughs> Straight from the Arnold. <laughs> That's like. right. So I know you don't have like one of these weird, complicated name situations, but you haven't introduced yourself yet either. I do a little bit because I'm Logan Adam Schultz. You like are. the performance name, which is really long, but it, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like the, who are, Alex, who are other like three name John Wayne Gacy. Oh, no. Neil nope. Patrick Harris. Yeah, something like that. Kind of like that. Samuel L. Jackson. Mm, a little less like that. Jennifer L. Opez. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Is that not? You can't just make one of those up? At least that that's definitely not the case in Iowa. When you uh, think of me, you definitely think of Jennifer L. Opez. <laughs> <laughs> From now on. Oh, um, so yeah, Logan, Logan Schultz, Logan Adam Schultz. It's all legally my it's name. It's all the same thing. You'll respond. You won't ignore me if I if I call you Logan Adam Schultz. I promise nothing. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um. But yeah. All of that aside, now that we know who we are again, uh, I had a baby. You did have a baby, and does this baby have a name? This and and it is not Joe Biden, right? <laughs> the baby's name is in fact Joe Biden. I, I Joe yes, Biden. I win. <laughs> That's an inside um, joke referring to the historically inaccurate trailer for those that uh, don't know. Ooh, we'll talk more about my beautiful, perfect baby in just a moment. Speaking of historically inaccurate. <laughs> this is way more important. Th- well, we have a whole episode to talk about. Maybe, maybe more. Um, we have a whole podcast to we talk about. We have an entire podcast. Um, historically inaccurate is also doing a great giveaway right now. They're giving away gift cards and, and tons of great stuff, like really high value stuff. And uh, we're doing our own giveaway, our Texas Roadhouse yeah. giveaway. Um, yeah. We've we given still away. Have, we still have a dinner or a pair of dinners. A pair no. of dinners. Dinner a, for two. A dinner. A dinner for two. <laughs> a pair of dinner. One dinner for two people. One, two people can have one dinner. It's no, one, they don't it's have one to, steak they don't and have they have to, to split it. it. <laughs> uh, we're giving away a dinner for two to Texas Roadhouse. We've already given away three others. This is our last one. Yep. We're going to do it tonight. Um, but I want to make it very clear that to Alex, uh, who's our producer here, but also one of the co-hosts on Historically Inaccurate, and to Jake Trumper, who I'm sure listens to every episode of All this of show. Them, yep. For the record, I think you opened up last episode with, hello, well, hey there, Jake yep. Trumper fans. I did. So yep. to Jake Trumper and to Alex, our giveaway has done a lot better than your giveaway is doing. Suck it! I didn't even know Jake was like doing one anymore, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, well, it's that's, a, why, it's it's not, that's why it's not successful, oh, because you're not even really paying attention. We, we weren't even doing it anymore. Um, so, oh. uh, from one dad to another, fans, hundreds of you have checked out our giveaway, uh, and many of you have entered. Thank hey, you so much for doing that. How, how many views does that show have compared to your guys' show, though? It doesn't matter. We're talking about giveaways right now. We're talking about <laughs> giveaways. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're talking about a totally different metric right now. <laughs> sorry, Alex. sorry, sorry. Giveaway My metrics. Bad. My bad. All I'm saying is, one, thank you so much for supporting this show, for supporting our giveaway and what we're doing here. Um, We're really lucky that you think we're worth listening to. Yeah. Which is great. But also, go check out Historically Inaccurate's giveaway. You can find Historically Inaccurate uh, on all the podcast platforms. Uh, Also on our website, laspodcastnetwork.com. Logan Adam Schultz, (laughs) podcastnetwork.com. It's it's L A S. Sorry, Live Laugh Love Podcast Network. That's com. it. That's mm-hmm. the one. Um, but you can also find all of the giveaways and deals and discounts that we run through our network at laspodcastnetwork.com slash win. They're all right there. W I N. That's right. Not W Y N N like Steve Wynn, the owner of the casino in Las Vegas. You are on fire tonight. I am. <laughs> I'm feeling this positive energy yeah, from you. Yeah. So win, W-I-N. So go support Historically Inaccurate. Um, you can win, I think, like a $50 gift card to Amazon and a $50 gift card to AutoZone. And there's more gift cards coming up, too. It's going to be crazy. You can win a $50 gift card to the gift card store? That's not uh, true. unproven. Oh, okay. Yeah. You could try. Could you? Could you? I want. Could you? Could you go on Amazon with a fifty dollars Amazon gift card and buy another fifty dollars Amazon gift card? And if you did, would you get charged tax for it? And would you lose money on that transaction? The answer is yes, because I've done it. And yes. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you complete the transaction? I understand adding it to cart. I don't remember. But why don't I complete did it. the order. It was on purpose for some reason. Just to see. Anyway, uh, what are we here to talk about tonight? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give away that last dinner for two to Texas Roadhouse after our mid roll break. So mm-hmm. stick around with us. Yeah. That'll happen in just a little bit. But for now, let's talk about why I'm so, so, so sleepy. Baby Joe Biden. Baby Joe Biden, whose name is actually... Actually? Marlo Scout Schultz. Yay! Uh, who was born on Friday the 13th. Yep. Um, at 5.20 p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> weighing um, six pounds and four ounces. So, six pounds and four ounces. So she's tiny. She is little. She was only slightly smaller than I was when I was born. I was, I was less than seven pounds when I was born as well. I have no idea how much I weighed when I was born. I should know that. I don't know. I don't know if that's actually a normal thing for people to know about themselves. But I feel like having a baby, I could have, I could have asked somebody. I would have been curious. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Um, for those listening, she was uh, 20 and a half inches long. And she was not. So, all right. So <laughs> no, the, no, 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 no. I'm going to mention it. So we previously were recording an episode. Um, and I that was is, tired that is, too. And that is lost. Because it, it, I don't think that actually made it into the episode. But I did ask you, Logan to guess how long she was going to be or how tall she was going to be. And I long because she doesn't stand up yet because she's just a little baby. But and, you know of. Right. And you were making the guesses and you guessed seven inches long. And I laughed and you didn't really know why I was laughing because you didn't really know how long babies were. Because when you measure something in inches. Right. It it you you're like it's, it's you made it sound like it was less than a ruler's length, but I, but but no, I There's just said how no. I did say how many inches because you don't say you are one point seven eight feet long. Correct, right? that is true. Um, so and but I get it. Like if I were to ask you how long is your car, you could say fourteen feet or twenty four feet, 
And both of those might be reasonable depending on the car. So I can understand why you might think that you were going to have a seven inch long child. I also don't like in my brain, I don't feel like I have a good grasp of what is sure. seven inches. But you do now. And <laughs> but not really because she's still, she's like, so here's the thing. She's, she's, she's longer than that. Babies, if you don't know, which if you're listening to this show, you probably do more than right. I did. Right. <laughs> when babies come out, they're little hedgehogs. Yeah. And they stay hedgehogs for a while. Yeah. So she, like this fetal position. And you have to stretch her out to measure to her. To measure her, yeah. yeah. Because, frankly, she's probably seven inches. Right. <laughs> That's probably accurate. Uh, no, so yeah, she's a little tiny, um, but she's already gained weight. She's actually, um, I believe, just over seven pounds now. Yeah. Um, and babies, I learned, lose weight yeah, they do. after they're born. Yeah. So she dropped... Um, below six pounds. Yeah, babies are so weird. <laughs> That's maybe one of the top three things I've learned is yes. babies are so weird. They are. They're they're beautiful. They're awesome. They're incredible, but they're so weird. So this episode, I think, is going to be talking about the birth story. Yeah, and we are now not like the biblical birth story. Correct. We're not talking about Jesus. Oh, the baby Jesus. Yeah. I, I don't we, think so. I think we're going all Are the way we? to like Adam and Eve. Oh yeah, no, the origin story. The origin story. <laughs> is that what the, is that what they call that in the Bible? I know that's like superheroes. Like you talk about Batman's origin story. But um, do you do you talk about Jesus's is Jesus a superhero? I think is actually what I'm asking. I think yes. There's yeah. a video game where Jesus is a superhero and you play Jesus and you like fight bad guys. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I'm being totally serious. This is a wow. real thing. For anybody that doesn't believe in Jesus, it's the same thing as a superhero. That's true. Really, you know? That's true. I'm, I want to find out more about this game, though. Do you, like, go and, like, flip over, like, <laughs> I'll look tables it up, in the temple? Real thing. Isn't it a first-person Because game? Jesus, I think, in the, in the book, uh, I don't know about the movie, but in the book, uh, <laughs> like, Jesus didn't fight bad guys, right? He, like, he, like walked around and, like, Told bad guys that he forgave them or whatever, or that he wanted to be friends with them. He definitely fought bad guys. This is a different show than I thought it was going to be. Just just a little bit. We I, took a little bit of a detour. Uh, it's called I Am Jesus Christ. And here's the trailer. It is a first-person shooter game. I Am Jesus Christ. And new, and new Does he fl- use a real gun? I or does he just use, no like, idea. Jesus finger guns? Shooting Bible bullets. Um... Oh, so there is a trailer. It has no words, um, and Alex is showing it to us on the screen. That is a bucket of fish. Well, there is were that... no there were no fish in it before, but then Jesus made the fish start. Oh, there's there. like loaves and fishes. You, yeah, you use your magic powers. Oh. He's walking on water. Some really good quality parenting content. It's really strange. Yeah. So, so parents, if you're looking for a, a Jesus <laughs> game for your kids for Christmas. Boy, have we found the one for you. All right, I'll tell you what. For you. So Not I, to spoil the ending, but... I, directed by Mel Gibson. I uh, <laughs> I was raised Catholic, and yeah. I went to Catholic school all the way through high school. And I'm not really actively religious now uh, in my adult life, but this video game looks boss. <laughs> <laughs> I will play this video game. The, I, don't, I feel like the graphics can't be as good as they are in this uh, Yeah, this that, that seems like they put all of their eggs in that trailer basket. <laughs> I think so, That's too. That's what you do. And then everything else is 8-bit. That's what you do, because in, in like independent game development... It's a side-scrolling 8-bit game. You make a literal vertical slice of the game, and you put all of your money and time into that, yep. and then you put it out, and you hope people give you right. money. Like cyberpunk 
20, 77, 37. What was that game? Ooh. I don't Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, it was great. I'm sure that'll come up. People on hated it. Our other podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Yeah, on the LAS Podcast Network. But um, anyway, so anyway. so you are not the father of Jesus. You are the father of Marlo. I am the father of Marlo. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound super formal. I am the father of Marlo. Yeah, and uh, it so actually yeah. sounds like a ghost story. Hmm. Like it's just like it. that could be like a like Edgar Allan Poe wrote the father of Marlo. Yeah. And then uh, I don't. I'm not sure if you're a ghost or uh, if you're fighting ghosts together or what it is. But that'd be uh, there's something there though. There's a you're video right. game there. You're right. also directed <laughs> by right. Mel Gibson. I am the father of Marlo. I like All right. it. Um, yeah. So, so back on track. This episode, I think we'll talk about the birth story, um, which just happened. Uh, I guess a little over a week ago now. Yep. And and then maybe our next episode, we'll talk a little bit more about what actually being home and parenting has been yeah. like. So we'll kind of do a yeah. two-part two part birth experience Great. thing. Extravaganza. And then one last thing you put out there, which I'd like to make official by saying it on the podcast, because yeah. that's how it works, mm-hmm. is, um, like you've said, parenting is going to change kind of yeah. on a regular basis pretty consistently. Um, and new things are always going to be happening, especially in these, mm-hmm. these early days. So um, I think what we do is put in a regular segment yeah, into the show. A little update. Um, we need a fun name for it. Yeah, and maybe I'll, some I'll sort come of... up with something. Yeah, we'll and figure. You won't out. have no. It won't be a collaborative effort. I will just come up. with Oh, something. okay. All right. So, <laughs> uh, Tim Arvin is going to. Oh wow, that's weird. Didn't I don't like think that? I like that. <laughs> Tim Arvin. Tim Arvin. What is that? Is that a word? Oh, that's like um, isn't that what the North Vietnamese Army was called? Arvin Army, something like that. Yeah. Oh wow, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was an acronym. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Um, but but <laughs> okay. later. All right. So we'll have a segment where on on a regular basis we'll check in and see how baby Marlo's doing and see how um, yeah. parenting is going, being a new parent, and that'll be, that'll be kind of a fun thing. But we will get back to our regularly scheduled kind of weekly episodes about different themes and different parenting ideas and continuing to challenge each other to grow as parents yeah so birth story yeah was it like dramatic like you called nine and i know the answer to this i'm just sort of setting you up here but did you call like nine one one? send an ambulance the baby's coming or was it like calm so marnie came on the show previously for an episode and uh, we talked about gestational diabetes yeah and how she's had that. She had that with Liam as well. Um, which essentially, if you don't know, if you didn't listen to that episode, one, go back and check it out. Please support the show. But two, uh, it is essentially temporary diabetes yeah. while you are pregnant because of the way that your placenta is is processing things and, and, and how your body's working. And so because of that, she was very diet controlled um, because they want to control how big the baby gets, how much of different nutrients and sugars, mm-hmm. everything the baby gets. And because of that, they plan on having the baby early. Mm-hmm. So we planned from the beginning, uh, at least from the diagnosis of this, that um, she would have her baby at 39 weeks instead of waiting until 40 or, right. or kind of a natural birth. So if she didn't have the baby naturally, we were going to induce. And so that's what happened. We scheduled it out that Friday the 13th of August, we would go in to be induced if she did not have the baby before then, and we kind of thought she might. Yeah. Um, her her body was definitely telling us, hey, it's coming soon. And then it was like, psych! Psych! Uh, yeah, so we went in at 7 in the morning um, to Mercy Hospital and got checked in, 
and things kind of progressed pretty slowly. It was yeah, a, you just sort of hung out. A fairly natural process. Yeah, you were just considered. like walking around the halls, smoking cigarettes, and That's just, definitely just what passing I did. time. It's definitely, um, it's a lot like being in a hotel, to be honest. Yeah. You're in a f- larger room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sleeping. But also a- people keep coming into your room. People do keep coming into your room, but right. you want them to. Right. They bring. It's like you get room service. But you do. Right. Which is what I was excited about. Uh, did they bathe you? Because if they did, um, you were supposed to tell them not to because you weren't oh. a patient. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's not talk Next about time. that here then. Next time. Right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it felt very normal, to be honest. We a were lot there, of hurry up and wait kind hurry of Hurry up and wait. So we were kind of chilling throughout the morning. I actually had um, an offer accepted, a real estate offer accepted the night before. So I was actually doing work in the morning. I brought my computer and was just working on some paperwork for my client. And uh, and and so, yeah, it was fairly casual. We plugged just like, in the, Just like a normal day. You just weren't doing it at your house. Kind of. We plugged yeah. in the, the fire stick to the TV. We watched Ted Lasso, which was great. Excellent. Um, good, good show. Highly recommend. Great show. Uh, yeah, so it was very normal. So it was very normal all the way up until it wasn't anymore. So what, at what point did shit get serious? So, uh, our pediatrician is also the doctor who delivered our baby. Okay. Um, Dr. Sterling. Is that normal that pediatricians are also obstetricians? I don't think it's normal. I think that it's, it's something kind of unique with this particular To be practice. clear, I don't mean to imply that it's abnormal. <laughs> Like, oh my God, that's so weird. I can't believe you let him deliver a baby. But non-standard. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's how okay. that's this particular. Yeah, so so the pediatrician delivered the baby. Right. And so she, um, they had to break Marnie's water. Mm-hmm. And they kind of tried to do that the first time in, in a fairly natural way. And that didn't work. And so we were just hanging out, waiting for things to kind of progress and yeah. move along. Um, Marnie got hooked up to an IV and they started. So to- I, I, hold on before we go any further, okay. I'm just thinking about this whole water breaking thing because, right. you know, we just know it's a thing, right? Sometimes the water breaks and then, you know, in the TV, the, it all just falls all over the floor and then right. somebody slips and falls on it and it's yeah. a big, big we're, laugh. We're going to be a little honest on this particular episode. But so in real life, it requires, if it has to be broken, it has to be manually done. And it's not like popping a balloon where you just take a needle and you just, you just poke around until the water comes out. Um, it's or, but it's a little more like that than, and then that, and, and that's the thing is, I've never actually, I have no experience having seen this done. So yep. in my head, I'm like, well, they wouldn't do that. Do they just take their little rubber gloved hands and they pinch it and twist it and break it open? Is the placenta is the the water balloon thick? Is it thin? I don't know. So okay, so yeah, so there's all this like weird, like technical, like gross baby stuff, and I'm like, I'm super interested. And I certainly want to make it clear that I am not an expert, and I don't know. I um, only know what I live. Hashtag through not an expert. What I can remember. So hashtag not a doctor. Um, and and so the truth of the matter is, uh, our doctor put on a glove and yep, and just did got it. right in there, mm-hmm. and uh, and couldn't get it done. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then, but we, just trying, like just just hands. Right, just fingers, just, hands, just, just trying hands. to do it. Not like yep. a tool, like didn't use the little baby water-breaking chainsaw. Not the first time. Okay. Uh, so the second time we broke out the chainsaw. <laughs> good, good. Actually, what happened the second time was um, the same thing. Got up in there and and then had essentially a, a big kind of plastic stick. 
Okay. It's essentially all it is. It's kind of a pointed end. Yep. And um, I assume she had to be very careful of the baby's sure. head because yep. the baby was pointed downward at that point. Yep. And, uh, and you would like to think that your pediatrician slash obstetrician knows how to break water. Like they're not watching a YouTube video right beforehand where there's like a, a warning, like be careful of the baby's head. Uh, like she knew what she was doing. She delivers multiple babies every week. Did she come into it seeming very competent? She, yes, she's yeah. been doing, I think she, I, she wasn't like shaking, like her hands weren't shaking. She's like, oh my God. I would say I'm 98% so certain that she also delivered Marnie's last baby, Liam, 12 years, years ago. ago. Okay. So, cool. uh, yeah, so it's, she knows what she's doing. She's been good. doing it for a long time. That's she's good. very good, very experienced. Um, I mean, people have to start somewhere. Right. So, and so then the water breaks, and it's just kind of this. Uh, it's not a big dramatic thing. It's not a big dramatic thing. Marnie's laying on a bed. Right. And essentially the reason I knew that it worked is because Marnie went, oh. Yep. And the doctor went, oh. oh. And like, oh, okay. It's very well, Iowa. Oh. It, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody grabbed the ranch. Yeah. So <laughs> very <laughs> Iowa. Uh, so, yeah. So then we, what happened was uh, Marnie was essentially getting a drug through an IV to kind of help progress things along. So is it like Pitocin? Does that it sound? It was Pitocin. Yeah. So yes. she had a pit drip. Yes. Yep. Yep. All Look of those things are correct. Talking about. I am a doctor. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Never mind. Don't want to put mind. that in anyone's ears. <laughs> um, but yes, it was Pitocin. And so she was, she was getting a drug to help progress things along. And what happened was pretty much, uh, I, th- I want to say she was about two centimeters dilated mm-hmm. before the water broke. And then once the water broke, within 10 minutes, things were happening very quickly. All hell broke loose. And Marnie was in pain. Yeah. Like I her, can imagine. Because she was starting to have contractions and the contract because of the Pitocin. And um, the contractions were very light. She said on a scale of one to ten, she was dealing with like a two, maybe a three. She was at like a nine. Like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like hit the accelerator. Oh yeah, you're you're racing. And so they checked, and I want to say within like thirty minutes, she jumped up to four centimeters, which Mm. is a a really big jump. Yeah. Um, and then was to six centimeters. Um, correct. Uh, uh, That's uh, double. That's a hundred percent. Uh, change. Uh, so yeah, it's. It all happened really, really quickly, and so we needed to get an epidural really quickly. And we had already planned that to be our our birth plan. We were yeah. going to do an epidural. We were going to do what we needed to do to make this as, as good of an experience as possible for everybody involved. And so luckily, an anesthesiologist mm-hmm. was on the floor already. So Was your pediatrician slash obstetrician also, also an, an anesthesiologist? Actually, yes. No, Great. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Too many things, too many jobs. Um, but she came in, and um, for anyone who doesn't know, and I, I did know this, but it looked a little bit different than I expected, they just kind of tap it right into your spine yeah, on your back. So they sat Marnie up and... Um, Big it, needle? Uh, not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, I mean, and then says you. <laughs> correct. Um, and then essentially they just taped it all down, and there was this kind of little red thing yeah. in the middle of Marnie's back, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and so there was a way for them to, to um, add more over time through her through her IV and, mm-hmm. and how it all worked. But, yeah, it all worked well. So um, she, was all, she was all numbed up. Um, so that helped out quite a bit. And they yeah, would put... It dialed it back from a, from a nine to, to something less than that. Something manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's... And that works for essentially from the chest down yeah 
um, which is really interesting the way that it works. And and they also explain to us that kind of depending on the way that you lay and the way your blood flows and all this stuff, that um, there can be hot spots sure. when you get your epidural. So there can be spots where you won't actually be numb. You'll actually still mm-hmm. feel things. And Marnie didn't have any of that. That worked really That's well great. for Marnie. So. so how much of all – so while all this is going on, you're watching all this stuff happen. And it's all new to you, right? So right. you had studied. You're a you're a you're a person who plans and studies and reads and and tries to figure things out. Yep. Um, where did you feel useless during this time? Like, did you feel like it was all for naught? You're just there to comfort, or were you like, okay, cool, I know what this is. That's exact. That's a little different than I thought it was going to be. Or was it just sort of like holding on for dear life? So this was kind of a unique experience. I didn't feel as helpless as I thought I would. And that's because for the vast, vast, vast majority of this day, it was Marty and I in this room Mm -hmm. and a nurse who got switched out partway through and then our doctor. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Yeah. And our doctor did not hold anything or do anything. And often Marty was on one side. And so I was the only person holding Marty's leg while we were pushing. Sure. And she was pushing actively active labor for about an hour and 20 minutes. So there were many points where it was kind of this weirdly intimate thing where Marnie's pushing and I'm holding her leg and it's just the two of us. You basically delivered Marlo is what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You want credit for that. that and you deserve credit for that. Yes, that actually I am an obstetrician. Slash pediatrician. Slash, slash anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist. Slash leg holder. Correct. <laughs> no, that's good. Certified. Certified. <laughs> Hashtag certified. Right. So, yeah, it, it was just really interesting. And I know that, uh, that Marnie said it was kind of a difficult labor, mm-hmm. and I'll get in more into that in just a minute, but it sure didn't look like it. Yeah. Everything felt like this is exactly what pregnancy is. This is what it seems like in the movies. This is what I imagined in my head. Marnie's doing great. Everything's great. Yeah, but you you didn't make the mistake of telling her while it was happening. This looks manageable. This looks easy. Correct. Good. Correct. Good. No, that's sh- why you're still here. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so really, and the reason why I dive into that is because, um, like I said, Marnie started active labor. Took about an hour and twenty minutes to get there. And what happened is, and we were kind of tracking this for a while. Well, let me take one step back. So. Marnie's blood pressure with blood pressure with mm-hmm. the epidural started to drop. Yep. And so they were monitoring her blood pressure pretty consistently. And that was another drug that they had to put her on to to maintain that. And I don't know the name of that drug. I would have been I really came surprised. armed with Pitocin and that was it. I was pretty surprised with Pitocin. So good yeah. job. Thanks. Um Pitosi, great beer. Right. So, <laughs> they, so that's actually how they how it helped. They were like, You want to go into labor? Drink this. That's right. Yes. That's right. You've waited long enough. Just drink this Snake Hollow IPA. I think that's what Potosi Breweries. Hashtag night sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they were monitoring her for that. And then what was happening is as Marnie would have contractions and as the baby would get lower, when the contraction would happen, um, the baby's heart rate would go down. It would drop. Mm-hmm. And pretty consistently and somewhat drastically. Yeah. And so then it became kind of obvious but a little unspoken that um something was wrong yeah we didn't know if there was an umbilical cord around her neck or if it was um too tight of a squeeze or what was happening but um but something was was wrong and so yeah. they were monitoring that really closely but nobody said the word c-section sure um nobody said 
anything about it. Anything had to change. But they were were monitoring it. Sure. And we kind of just kept pushing and pushing. And then um, the doctor started getting in there and and had hands in and was really kind of motivational. And and we were pushing on a pretty consistent basis and and really trying to get things moving in the right direction because for a little while, Marnie wasn't making much progress pushing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess essentially the way that it happened was Marnie was able to make enough progress pushing that especially as we were all working together and all really mm-hmm. pushing that we were just going to give it a shot. So the more nurses came in, there were probably four or more of them in the room, pretty much out of nowhere, like, right. a, like a well-rehearsed unit. And they got essentially um, a suction cup. And it, there's a tube that leads back from the suction cup to a handheld pump. You make it sound like they like, like, they MacGyvered it. They went to Menards and then like, they were like, uh, get that suction cup and then this other thing. And then we'll just put this thing together. I mean, it, it felt a little like that. Like yeah. it was a very, like just handheld, <laughs> really base. It didn't, tool. it didn't look like some advanced technology. Not at all. And it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't what they did was they it was a toilet plunger, kind of a glorified hand suctioned plunger. Yeah. And they stuck it to the baby's head and inside of Marnie, and within the span of a minute, they pulled that baby out. She was out. Uh, so, and I wonder, and I know as babies, we can't, uh, we generally, we can't remember what it was like to be a baby. I think some people have like weird flashbacks, but I can only imagine that to, from Marlo's perspective, it was probably like what we imagined being like abducted by aliens, Yeah, right? You just kind of get sucked up by your head. And then suddenly there's all these weird beings like you have no idea what it is that you're looking at. Everything's cold. Um, so you are the aliens that abducted Marlo from Marnie, it sounds like. That's not untrue. Yeah. Not untrue at all. And she came out looking like an alien. Yeah. Be- so babies are weird, <laughs> but they're especially weird right when they're born. And especially when you just suctioned their head. Right. <laughs> because it didn't wasn't shaped like a head, was it? No, I and I have a photo. Um, but so they they took the baby, and this baby wasn't breathing. Yeah, and this baby was not screaming, and the baby was not crying. The baby was silent. Yep, and that I did not expect. Sure. Um, and the baby was very purple, and that's terrifying. Yeah, and it's terrifying. And um, we've already spoiled the ending a little bit because we know that the baby's okay. Right. Right. But Spoiler I think this is alert: the, the perfect time to leave on a cliffhanger because we do have to take a mid-roll break. What's gonna happen? Um, the baby's going to look like a freaking <laughs> alien. Uh, so stick with us. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue the birthing story. We'll talk about the whole weekend. Um, and also, when we come back from our break, we're going to give away a dinner for two to Texas Dinner, 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 dinner. Dinner. Steak. So stick with us. We'll be back <laughs> in just a moment. From One Dad to Another is brought to you by... Hi, old friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! (laughs) I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. 
But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all, some more than others. L-A-S. Hi. Greetings. Hello. Uh Hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing. If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. Welcome on back. To Thank you. <laughs> every, oh, no, that wasn't, that wasn't for me. Every you time. You think one of these days I'll figure that out. You have figured it out. You're just being a, being oh, a Tim. I'm being a what? A Tim. Which one? A Riven or an Arnold? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> some, some of each. Uh, welcome on back to From One Dad to Another. We're telling the story of my new baby's birth. Um, but before we dive back into that, we have a dinner for two to give away. To Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Which we which we love and which... A dinner at Texas Roadhouse. We're not going to give Texas Roadhouse a dinner for two. No, we want to give a they listener... they already have dinner for a lot of people. <laughs> they do. They, have they so should. many. I hope they do. They do, but they have at least two that we are going to give. That's right. So we're going to give away a dinner for two uh, to a listener who um, entered our giveaway. Yeah. And uh, this winner also wrote in a story. So that's been kind of a fun thing. We've had lots of stories to share. Um, And before we get to that, I want to make sure that you understand that we partnered with Texas Roadhouse because they are locally owned and operated, which I did not know. Legendary margaritas. (laughs) Legendary steak. Legendary hand-cut steaks. steaks. Oh, man. I tried. I know. I know. Alex was here. Alex Hayung as he gave us the spiel. Yep. Um, so, yes, uh, Texas Roadhouse, we love them. They've got fantastic food. They are locally owned and operated. They want to be a part of this community, and they decided to uh, partner with us to yeah. do that. So Super exciting. We're going to give it a dinner for two away. Who are we giving it away to, Tim, and, and what do they have to say? Well, I'll read you what they had to say. So okay. they were what they were um, – Writing about was the question, what's your best or worst memory eating out with family? So that has the potential to be really terrifying, as in the case of one of our our previous uh, winners who was eating at a a pancake place, and there seemed to be an active shooter in the parking lot. Turns out it was paintballs, um, which is, you know, that's a a very definite 
um, impactful memory, yep. but I wouldn't say it's a great memory. Right. Um, but this one here is uh, is something really nice. So um, Hollywood Brown Derby in Disney World. So down in Florida, my parents, my husband, and I were so excited to try the food. We had the most incredible food and past memories back and forth for a couple of hours. Uh, then we got dessert, and uh, you got it to go, and watched X-Wings fly over Batu. So uh, a time spent in Disney World watching X-Wing fighters fly overhead with family. Being in Disney and spending a couple of hours in a restaurant while you're in Disney really speaks to the company that you were in. If you weren't off like riding Splash Mountain or whatever, that's actually a different park, I think. But anyway, it's a beautiful memory. <laughs> I can't wait to go to Disney. This makes me do it. And that story came from Megan Nelson. Which was super fun. So we use uh, a service called Gleam to run our giveaways. And that's how people entered through the link uh, in our descriptions and on the website. And so we don't know who wins. We It's all yeah. picked randomly. You, you do different things to enter the giveaways. It's all random. And Megan was just here last week. Yes. Yep. Uh, or technically two weeks ago. But and, last and her husband... Because and because Nathan was in the story as well. Oh, right. It was Megan yes. and her husband, which was Nathan. Uh, and Meg- yes, I said that correctly. And <laughs> and her parents. So anyway, congratulations on your dinner, Megan. Um, you can take Nathan if you'd like. He'd probably like the legendary food there. Um, or you can take me. Right. You could take Logan. I love bread. Uh, you could take me. You could take Alex. Alex seems to be volunteering. I think he's down for that as well. Yeah, I'm always down. Um, but always down for some TR. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. Legendary. Legend. <laughs> wait for it. Dairy. We were just saying that we need to watch Have Your um, Mother again. Uh, is a roadhouse better or is a house road better? Roadhouse. Yeah, probably. That's your answer. <laughs> so I mean, I like the movie. It's the one where Patrick Swayze rips House the Road? heart out, or I, the throat. We all love out. the movie House Road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. It is. This is good quality content. Thank you so much to Texas Roadhouse, our partner for this giveaway. Thanks, Texas Roadhouse. And thank you so much to listeners who entered our giveaway uh, through various means and also took the time to write in a fun story. Yeah. Um, that was a great thing to get to share on this podcast as well. Fantastic. Um to continue sharing my story, though. Yeah. Um, Back s- to your alien, well, not your alien baby, your perfectly normal baby being born into the world of aliens. Correct. We sucked a baby <laughs> straight out of a woman. Out of, <laughs> out of the mom. <laughs> but it's true. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds weird when you say it, but it's accurate. So we said alien. I mean, her her head was literally egg-shaped. And, yeah. And that's partially true anyway. Yep, I mean it. There has to be a little bit of deformation, right? You know, to to get out. But it was—it's um, it not was, an easy journey. Correct. So it was a little more drastic. That's when, if you've ever heard people talk about the soft spot, I mean, you have, I have. But listeners. Yeah. I told general. you not to press really hard on it. That's true. You did say yeah. that. So that was yeah. good advice. Yeah. Um, That's the kind of quality parenting advice you can expect from me. I love it. This is a good show. I'm glad yeah. we do this. Yeah, me too. Um, Mercy's really. A, a great place. I, I really enjoyed our time there. And one thing that's unique about Mercy's birthplace is that their NICU units are all in the rooms. So the baby is always in the room with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this kind of big machine, probably eight feet tall, and they 
they took the baby over there right away. Like a spaceship. A little bit like a spaceship. Yeah. Um, but a very tiny So aliens spaceship. abducted Marlo and put her in a spaceship. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and I was I stayed with Marnie um and the baby was silent yeah. and very purple and um I d- I know I was concerned mm-hmm. but I didn't really have like the time sure or the wherewithal to be concerned actively. Yeah. But I stayed next to Marnie and then a very long eternity passed. Right. Probably years. It felt like at, at this point. Yeah. So so all of this happened. Marlo is now five years old. Correct. Yep. And we start hearing crying. Yeah. And and it was the doctor, and she was crying because she passed, did not pass her exam to become a chiropractor. Feel good about that one? I, not as not as good <laughs> as I hoped I would. <laughs> so Marlo starts crying. Marlo starts crying. All is right with the world. Uh, and it feels okay. And I and I look at Marnie, and Marnie's okay. Um, and I take a second to try and figure out what I want to do and where I need to be. And I go over and check on, on Marlo Mm -hmm. and, and she is okay. And she has an alien head and she has bulging eyeballs. Yeah. Um, but you're like, that is the, the most beautiful alien I've ever seen. So she looks a little like an alien babies when they come out and we've talked about this. Yep. But you hadn't experienced it. Well, but so stick with me. All right. And I swear, swear, swear to God, I'm not biased. I am biased. (laughs) Babies, when they're fresh out, aren't usually super attractive. Right. Okay. They're they're kind of they're weird. They're gross. They're weird. They're gross. They look like little old men. Yep. Right. They do. It's true. They do. They're like golems. Uh, Marlo did not look like that. And then, and I'm serious. Uh, and she had I like have, a beautiful sundress on. Correct. Her hair was correct. done. She's flying slightly. Yeah. Yeah. She's levitating. Um, that's because she was abducted by aliens. She is a pretty good looking baby, and I think we're really lucky. for She's it. a cutie. Yeah. Like ba- mo- I don't think most babies are attractive. This baby's a good looking baby. She's a good looking baby. I think you were definitely biased. Yes. I. I, I. So full of it. <laughs> so full of it. Nope. I'll I'll share I'll share a photo to the LAS page and people can let me know. Um, oh, is that what this is becoming? Yeah. Well, because I I sincerely believe <laughs> that, that like to be clear, we are not giving away a baby on this show. <laughs> and if we were, it would not be Marlo. Um. Oh my God! It, it, we would never. I just. <laughs> I feel like I have to dig us ourselves out of that hole oh, from oh, that great dad I joke. I want to make it very clear that this whole show is just people trying to dig us out of holes yeah. that um, I dig us into, I think. I didn't want to push anyone under a bus or in a hole. Yeah. Tim's just got the best shovel. That's Oh, I, I kind of like that. I'm a little weirded out by it, you know? but I like it. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm gonna, I will post a photo on our LAS page, and I want you to go there and, and be truly honest. If this baby looks like a, a weird old man baby, it's actually a pretty good looking baby. I don't think yeah. anyone's going to be honest with you. I know. Yeah, that is I know. absolutely true, which is why you think that you can get away with it. No, but, I, but I there, are the no. there are trolls on the internet. There are trolls on the internet. They don't care about the truth. I'm, I'm 100% creating a Facebook account just so I can tell you your baby looks like an old man baby. <laughs> I wouldn't be offended by that. I think babies do. They do look like old men. And I don't think our baby did. And I think that's kind of awesome. Well, well I saw your baby. Fine. Fine. She's special. Is that what you want to hear? Yeah, she's definitely better looking than all the other babies, Logan. All the babies That's in not- history. 
So anyway. All right. So anyway. Um, All you out there trying to make how, babies that don't look like old men. So, so there's this this element of stress, right? Correct. Trying to get her here, right? And so finally you abduct her and you have her. How long after she started crying did you start crying? Almost immediately. Yeah. And, yeah. and I want to, like, so I'm a crier anyway. Yes. And I, uh, and I know that about you. But yeah. also I can appreciate it because I am too. Sure. And I, as soon as you kind of can take that breath, like, oh, thank God everything is okay, that's it's, when the waterworks start. Because you don't even necessarily realize you're probably holding your breath. So I, I I did know I was holding my breath because apparently I was holding my breath every time Marnie was holding her breath and pushing. Ah. I was just doing it unconsciously with her. Um, But I also, like, I'm a crier, and I wasn't, like, crying, like, tears running crying. I just, it was just, like, my whole face was wet. <laughs> like 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 the tears were seeping out of your pores. Like all of the emotion was just like sitting on my face. Yeah. So like the tears weren't leaving my eyes. My eyes were just tears. Does that make sense? I, n- and, yeah, I, and we were all wearing a mask and I just snotted an entire <laughs> hole right through the mask. It was disgusting. <laughs> I had to ask for another one. I had to leave to go to the bath. It was a whole thing. Ah, uh, COVID birthday. Um yeah. Yeah, kind of stressful. Um but all things considered, everything went again as well as you could expect it to. The Marlo is perfectly healthy. Um, I have to like retrain myself to not say the baby on, on the right. podcast. And I because we didn't talk about this, so you announced her name here. But on the podcast, we very purposefully yep. did not. You knew what her name was going to be a long time ago. Yes, but you ne- you did not want to let her her name out of the bag until she was here. Yeah, we waited until Sunday. Um, to announce publicly via the social media, mm-hmm. and uh, and now I feel like we can yeah we can share that name openly because I did ask you before the show I was like are is 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 it time yeah is is today the day and the answer is yes yes today is the day all right um so then we stayed in the hospital for two days uh, because that's what our insurance covered frankly yep. and it was good. I'm really glad that we were there. Um, we had lots of friends who helped out. Uh, Juniper was at home uh, for two days. So actually <laughs> the winner of our, our Texas Roadhouse dinner, Megan, yes. was the one who went over and, and hung out with Juniper quite a bit. So I appreciate her for that. Um, gosh, that's really funny that she won. And uh, and yeah, it, it was just a really great, great experience. The only negative and this is going to be true forever uh of this time in my life the only negative about any of this is that the sleep deprivation is real Mm -hmm. and people tell you get extra sleep sleep when the baby sleeps you're going to be tired but you have no idea until you're in it yeah just how constantly being woken up every hour drives you crazy yeah and like like i get it i get why people go crazy yeah i you i it's tough it it can be real real tough it's way harder than i i ever expected it to be to like manage sleep and manage your energy levels on top of taking care of a baby well and it's even and you sort of train yourself to sort of be ready to go at a moment's notice so as this goes on you you'll find ways to sleep but it won't take much to sort of wake you up sure. uh, because you never fully relax for a long time Yeah, on those, those times when you finally are for whatever reason, able to really relax because 
I don't know, you finally able to let somebody watch her overnight and, you know, she's two years old and you haven't slept in two years and then you go on vacation and spend a night away and then you crash really, really, really hard. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it is, it's tough. I don't miss that. Right. I don't at all. I will never miss it. Yeah. No, once it's, once it gets better, I won't ever miss it. Yeah. Cause you um, kind of feel like your brain scrambled a little bit all the time. Yeah. I'm having a really hard time focusing on this episode. Yeah. To be honest. Well, that's because I keep tired. derailing it. That doesn't help, to right, be honest. Right. Yeah. Um, but I love it. I'm glad that you bring that energy to the show. But yeah. So, so have you been able to get some sleep? I know in the, in the, I know you guys are kind of trading off as much as possible. We're really not. Um, our current cadence is, um, I change and Marnie feeds. Okay. And so, um, that, and at least overnight, mm-hmm. that's the cadence. And, uh, and I'll go and I'll warm up a bottle and we'll, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, but no, we're kind of both getting up every time right now, but we're dividing up the work sure. and we're, we're kind of supporting each other through that. And so that includes a lot of late night laughter, which I think has been great. I yeah. think Barney and I feel very close to each other through this whole experience, which awesome. has been a great, um, side outcome of all of it. How Not that is, we weren't um, close, but how is Marty feeling? Good. I, I think that overall she's felt really positively. I know that she... She feels very full of love and, and joy and happiness at, at which isn't necessarily a given either. Sure. I mean, you, you'd like that's to assume that that's the case, but it, you know, postpartum depression and all that is very real and can be very debilitating for people, and it can it can be really really serious or it can be kind of a minor kind of thing. Yeah. So that's really good that she's that she's feeling great and feeling like she's able to do the things that she needs to do. Yeah, we were talking about this, and maybe this is a, a kind of a good last conversation to end on for for part one of this story is um, we were talking with uh, Jordan, your Mm -hmm. wife the other day. uh, And I was essentially saying that I love Marlo so much already. Right. And, um, and she's, she's really lovely and wonderful and, um, and and so many wonderful things wrapped into that. Right. But I don't feel like this is, where I will resonate the most with Marlo, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Absolutely, it does. Um, where, like, when she's an unmoving, often crying potato, mm-hmm. as beautiful as she is and as much as I love her endlessly, that that is not the most engaging time We always for me. referred to that as sort of the lump of baby yeah. phase yeah. right there, there's just nothing to do except for care for this thing that that gives you nothing back i'm very excited to um get to the phase where she's reactionary and yeah. where we can you know you know when you together. and you start like so marnie posted the picture of marlo smiling right. today and you know you look at that and you're like okay well that's that's not like a personality kind of smile right it, you know she's gassy right but you find yourself looking for those clues that she's developing a personality and we're going to be able to interact in a way that is meaningful to both of us. And you find yourself like, like really getting excited about that. Right. Because so much of your time is just spent like, okay, well, it's time to do the thing that, that she needs. It's very much a chore right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, Um, Because she needs it and she needs it all the time. Yeah. Um, but Marnie very much resonates with this mm -hmm. phase. She loves the, the cuddling and the constant holding. Um, she loves how beautiful the baby looks all the time. Cause yeah, she because she's an adorable baby. Um, so th- I mean, that's this really is a time where Marnie resonates more with mm-hmm. where Marlo is at, and I'm very much 
again, that doesn't take away from how much I love oh, Marlo, no. right? No, not at all. But it, it's just I'm I can't wait for all the experiences yet to come. Yeah. Well, that's really exciting, and and it's really great that um, everyone is healthy, and uh, you know, just that everything was a success, and there were no you know kind of long term problems or anything like that. Uh, so that's really exciting uh, for for all of you guys. There's so many variables of things that can go wrong and sure. can go wrong. Yeah, and uh, and it just feels like we really got the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the the fact that you guys were able to come home and um, and because everybody was healthy, you know, that's that's something to be really, really thankful for. Absolutely. And we feel that. Yeah. So and we're grateful to friends like you, Tim. So thank you for being so supportive. Friends like you, Alex, who I have been away from the network for a little bit, um, doing parenting things. And yeah. so, um, Alex, you've picked up a lot of unspoken work in the last couple of weeks. He's been feeding oh. this baby. It it has nope. It's nope, untrue. It's, nope. Um, <laughs> no. But Wait, what? Changing the baby? I was given like a nice compliment, a nice moment. Oh no, I thought I, no. I mean, that's great. I, no, I think I think, I think Tim great. was kind of on point with his analogy. Been feeding this uh, LAS baby. Yeah. Oh, the network is the baby. Yes. Oh, I wasn't well, with you on that. What, I was very. Oh, what baby do you what, think what, I was feeding? What I thought you were coming over to my house and feeding the baby <laughs> I, when I wasn't looking. Well, I've been doing that too. <laughs> no, that's not where it was. You need some sleep. Thank you so much. Your your extra effort and work has not gone unnoticed. Of I really course. appreciate you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been laid back here, but chaotic. Right. Your energy. It's my essence. That's right. Uh, and thank you, dear listener, for listening to another episode of From One Dad to Another. I appreciate you so much. And thank you for joining me on my um, biological parenting journey. This new adventure. And hopefully you'll join us for many more episodes to come because... There are more episodes to come. More episodes. Every single Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it, too. Yep. Give me a script and I'll read it. (laughs) I didn't. That's why I made one up. Perfect. Uh, Hey, if you enjoyed this fun banter, um, what's wrong with you? But also, (laughs) you should consider subscribing to LAS Plus. It's our premium subscription service. Um, we're going to have a bonus episode of this show coming out on LAS Plus soon, um, which I think Tim may or may not have remembered we were going to do. I'm just nodding <laughs> right now. But yes. uh, but all the shows on the network are going to do bonus episodes um, that you can only get by subscribing for just $10 a month. It supports our independent network. It gets you some great things, ad-free versions of all the shows, this show included, um, maybe some live shows in the future. It's going to be great. So uh, go ahead and go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. And speaking of the network, we're an independent network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, creating local, authentic, and surprising podcasts. And if you like what we do, go to laspodcastnetwork.com and check out what other shows are there and what else we have going on. I think that's about it. I feel pretty good about I think that. we covered all the bases. I feel like that was at least three bases. So okay, well, that, that, maybe that's all of them. So, How many bases are there? Seven. There are seven bases. Yep. It's good. This is not baseball. <laughs> Nobody said it was. Okay. No, I'm just I'm just clarifying. This is not <laughs> baseball for people who are confused. Tim, you're wearing a Cubs hat. I know because I am a Cubs fan. Not just because I found it outside. Because <laughs> there's so many Cubs fans, they're just throwing hats in the street. Yeah. Actually, uh, probably a bunch of people did uh, when they traded away all the players. But anyway, that's oh, a, that's, that's a whole else. other thing. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks for checking out this show. Um, Join us again next week. We'll see you then. Take care.